What's going on, guys? Welcome into 15th Men, hopefully, uh, or the Roach Report, if you're still on that feed. It's going on both feeds today. This is the official first episode of 15th Men, which is the new name, the new feed of the podcast between me, Jacob Roach, and Sean Cavanaugh. Um, it's a great, great time to be alive. Baseball's interesting. Hockey's hockey, but basketball is back, most importantly. And um, the NFL is having an NBA-esque uh, trade deadline, I'd say. Hold on, Jacob. I think I just need to get a big whiff of this candle, really get in the podcasting mood. Yeah. I know part of my take, the smelling salts, I, I like how we do, do candles. Yeah, I, Let me get a big whiff of this oats and honey. Really set the mood here. Well, because I don't do smelling salts because I don't want us to get jacked up. <laughs> yeah. I want us to be mellow. <laughs> I want us to do real NPR kind of feel to the pot we're here in las palmas in las vegas in the western side of the las vegas strip at you the always had to include the uh, middle initial in your name jacob i don't know what your middle name is i'm a. gonna go jacob a roach here a. Roach. <laughs> or j.a roach j.a roach sounds much j. much a. more npr j.a roach here about his newest book about why bicycle tires could be the future to our economy <laughs> now j.a <laughs> oh man my uh my roommate in college, like, su- super normal guy, but like every now and then he'd be like, "Man, I was listening to NPR today on the way home." <laughs> like, what? You're like, listening what? to NPR? I'd be like, "Wait, run that back!" And like, I'd get in the car, like we'd be driving to the bars, and like NPR would be on. I'd be like, "Yeah, we can we can throw in some music," and it would just be you two. Shout out the guy. <laughs> Nothing's worse than when you have to take an Uber for like a 5 a.m. flight, and the Uber driver's listening to NPR. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you want to <laughs> die at the wheel? Yeah, it's do you like, what are we asleep? doing here, man? Dude, I hate talking to Uber drivers. What? Here's my thing about Uber drivers. If you're so wise, why are you driving an Uber? <laughs> like Uber drivers love to give you right, advice. Yeah, there's a difference between life advice from an Uber driver and just talking to an Uber driver. I get hit with, especially here in Vegas, I get hit with so much life advice. <laughs> and they just tell me everything's a racket. Well, they're like, oh, yeah, first time in Vegas, huh? Just moved here? And I'm just, oh, I got to teach you. They're like, listen, this city will stop. Chew you up and spit you out. You got to keep your wits. That's why I've still been here for 20 years. I'm like, dude, you're driving a rented Ford Fusion right now for 50 hours a week and you're making 25K. Like, you're doing something wrong. I think Uber stocked down. Stocked down on Uber. Stock, people people going back down. to taxis. Are they? Well, I mean, ta- yeah. I don't think taxis were ever, di- ever die in Vegas, New York, Chicago. I don't know what the taxi scene in LA is. Airports is where you need a taxi now. Airport, I, think, yeah. I feel like that's where taxis coming back. Well, and the strip. I th- I still think the ta- I would love to see the numbers on Uber Lyft taxis on the strip. Yeah, that that'd be an interesting. Like obviously not locals. Um, me and my buddy took a taxi like right when I moved out here because we were waiting for our Uber at the Luxor and it was taking forever. Well, everyone knows the taxis here are a racket. So. Oh, dude, they were so expensive. <laughs> our it was my first night here, and uh, our taxi driver told us that a lot of strippers live in my apartment complex. So, things are <laughs> things are looking up. Things are looking up at Las Palmas. <laughs> I love this place. I do. I love this slab wall here that we're not sure what it's made out of. It's like it's thick. It could take a couple bullets. Do you know how many times I tried to drill into this wall? A lot. <laughs> Why? Why would you try? Look at it. I wanted to mount here. I wanted to mount some stuff here. So, all right, NBA's back, and let's all calm down about over- Dude, the Lakers suck! Yes, let's calm down. Let's calm down. Here's the thing about I think the- Let's just get one overreaction that we might slowly deep down believe after last night. It can be either game. We each get one that we actually believe before we rip on the media. I like where you're going, but let's just do one overreaction that deep down in our hearts we actually kind of believe, even though it's one game. This is not like nothing serious, but Kawhi Leonard's game is not smooth. 
What? He's good. He's the best player in basketball. But he's a little clunky the way he plays. I've always felt like that. I guess that. there's a little bit of a hitch. But I don't know. He had a couple of just like post-ups where it was a little bit awkward. But then you just shake your head when he drills it. And it's like, God, But even when he puts the ball on the floor, he's got good handle. Yeah. I never see him lose the ball. But he's not fluid. It's weird. Yeah. He, he's little, not smooth. Not he's, to take the cliche, but a little robotic yeah, with Kawhi. Yes. He's not a sexy basketball player to watch on, That's the, on the offensive end. Defensively, I could watch him all day. Okay, mine is that the uh, Lakers rotation, basically bench, is largely made up of guys who are washed. And it's oh going to come gosh. back to bite them. Yeah. Like, Danny Green's not going to play like that ever again. No, Danny Green's like their third best scoring option. I remember I was talking with one of the guys we work with after the show and um we were talking about how danny green was the leading scorer i made a joke like oh if you made a prop on that like leading score for the lakers what odds could you have gotten on danny green and then we looked at this box score and the their rotation is basically like no he probably would have been third choice like by far third choice scoring wise when you look at that team that's not i know rondo is out but he's not a great scorer i know kuzma was out he'll be your third option But there's a lot of guys who you saw. I was like, Dwight Howard's still out there? Mm-hmm. I know they had that nice run where I'm pretty sure AD and LeBron were. AD might have been on the floor. Or no, I think they were both off where they had that nice, like, 15 run. It was basically Danny Green just drilling everything. But I was like, why is Dwight Howard still on the floor? Why is Jared, D- Jared Dudley's out there again? Okay. Side note, why is it so hard to find replays of games? I had to, I had to like, patch together replays to, like, find the full game. I think because that one was on a. TNT, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was, I was searching. They don't have a lot of great like, like posts. The piece stuff. to everything together took forever. <laughs> Let's also chill out about Kuzma. Why do we all think Kyle Kuzma's gonna be so good? Amazing. Well, like he's not gonna be the third piece. Like he's just kind of there. He's not. I'm not. I've never been blown away by the guy. Um, and that's a that's a shitty excuse to say, hey, Kuzma's <laughs> not back. I think the only excuse that there is for the Lakers compared to the Clippers from last night's game. Is the Clippers are a team that have it's the same team from last year, just add Kawhi. No one has to really learn how to play with each other. It's usually easy to put a guy on like Kawhi on a team, and you guys are going to be able to roll. The Lakers roster is entirely new, besides JaVale and LeBron. Like they're going to have a lot of growing pains. Yeah, a lot of growing pains. And you look at Kuzma, twenty seventh overall pick. So you got to think outside the lottery. Not as high expectations where, like you said, where did all this hype come from? And now he's looking to be, I know last year they tooled around with him being like at the five. Like that's out of position for him. I know mm-hmm. this is positionless basketball, but that's definitely not where he belongs. And now everybody's basically making like, well, he's going to basically just be a shooter. Like he's got to be a shooter. And you look at his three-point percentage, 36% in 37 games in his first year. And he shot about 30% last year. So I know a lot more games, so a larger sample size last year, but definitely not the progression that you want to see. And in today's NBA, like 30% is not that good. No, I feel like you want to be a 38% above shooter to be like a guy who I'm confident in taking yeah. a shot at the end of a game. Or at least have a little bit more of an inside game, but you don't think of Kyle Kuzma in an inside game. He well, shoots 45% from the field last year and all around. Where are you going to fit an inside game between having JaVale in the paint, Dwight in the paint, yeah, Davis sure. and LeBron in the mid-range to paint area? Yeah, he's going to be forced out to the wing. It's a good point. Yeah, it's he's not a great fit for LeBron. Honestly, I, w- I would look to move him, I think. I think I think I would look to move him for – I'm not sure what you want to move him for, but I'm just, I can't even think of the market off the top of my head. Here's an interesting thing. What if you can move him for uh, this is this is a little little wicked. What if you could move him for Demar? 
You'd have to give up a lot more to match. To match Cam. Or get a third team. But in. who would you have to give up? Who met, Who cares? Danny Green would have to go back to the Spurs. That's it. Like, and, and obviously more shit. I guess you'd have to lose Rondo maybe. I'm yeah, Kuzma makes 1.9 this yeah, year, yeah, 3.5 next year. No, I think Rondo's on a mid-level. Um, you'd have to trade KCP, which I'm not sure why he's even in the league. Because he's LeBron's guy. He should Rich be, Paul, dude. He should be in the big three. KCP should be in the big three. The sad part is he's going to have to play a lot. Yes. He's their, like, probably their best wing behind Danny Green, which is just disgusting. Danny Green is – we were so out on Danny Green before the playoffs, before the finals. Because he couldn't shoot. And if Danny Green can't shoot – well, it's not that he couldn't shoot. He was just missing. And if he's missing, then he's kind of – I know he's a good defender, but – He's there to shoot, like he did last night. And how, that's not sustainable. How good of a defender is he still? I mean, I don't, I'm not going to lie and say I watched a ton of Raptors games before the playoffs last year. I know during the playoffs, he wasn't guarding the best guy because you have Kawhi. So, and, I don't know. And Siakam, too. Yeah. He's a solid defender. <laughs> I, just, I think we get caught, uh, caught up in people defensively, like... Once you get labeled as a good defender, it kind of sticks with you. In the exactly. NBA. Like I feel like people are going to come up to you and say, "Oh, Avery Bradley, yeah, good exactly. defender." No, he's not. Another example of a guy who's been also looks like he should be in the big three. I'll yeah. see you later. I'll see you in the big three. Okay. I might see Avery Bradley this weekend at UNLV playing pickup. <laughs> I might play better competition. All right. Yeah. So that's where, <laughs> that's where I'm at with. I'm not even mad at the Lakers, the Clippers. I'm kind of I'm mad at the media and the fans' reactions to this game. Is Boogie Cousins gonna come back? I didn't realize like, Boogie was even still on the roster. Yeah, I, I thought about I thought him. after like that domestic um, incident, I thought they were gonna cut him. Uh, he was behind. Oh, he's out indefinitely. Yeah, I don't think so, I don't think he'll come, come, be coming back. Which it's just a solid s- locker room guy they're keeping around. What's the deal? Sidebar there? to Boogie. Let's actually take a second. Let's talk about Zion for a minute. Okay. Okay. Zion took him fourth round fantasy draft. You know, I think there's a lot of different opinions on taking him in the fourth round in the fantasy draft. You're not the only one. I was actually listening to a podcast. Someone did the same exact thing, fourth round. You have to do it if he's there. And this was 16 minutes before he was out four to eight weeks. Now, let's look at Zion's body and let's look at Boogie's body. Probably one of the more comparable body types to Zion, I would say, is Boogie. Zion's a little tighter with his uh, thickness. But look at Boogie's body. I know they don't have the same injuries at all. But let's just look at Boogie's body coming off of all these injuries and how poor it's doing. He's been injured three times in the last year. And that's worrisome for me when you look at Zion, who's has not played yet. He had a knee injury in the summer league, and now he's got a torn meniscus. And all that weight on those knees is awful in the impact. And I just, what if Zion's a bust? None of us can wrap our heads around it because he's so likable. I feel like Greg Oden, no one was really attached to Greg Oden emotionally. Like, we have been watching Zion since he was 13. I was in high school or middle school the first time I saw a House of Highlights Zion dunks. And so we don't want him to be a bust so badly. But somebody has to say it. He's on the trajectory right now that he could be a bust because he just tore his meniscus and he was pushing three bills and he's a high-impact player. Like, you could – it's going to be really sad, but – there's an avenue there that's each day it seems like it's opening more and more but that Zion could be a bust, which would be fucking tragic. Yeah, actually, speaking of Greg Oden, saw, it was really mean, but I saw a Photoshop of Greg Oden's face on Zion's body in the Pelicans uniform. Oh, man. So the, the comparisons are there. 
I mean, you never know. Like, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what's going on with his knee. Everybody wants to talk about is a little bit overweight. Is that going to affect his knee? If if he's healthy, he's not going to be a bust. <laughs> if he's healthy, he's going to be good at basketball. Like, the hype is there for a reason. So I'm going to wait it out and see. I don't want to overreact to anything too far. Like, I mean, it's his rookie year. It's the Pelicans. I already, looking at that roster, all this hype that everybody's like, you know, league pass darling, this team might sneak in. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. That's my other overreaction. I mean, of course, a lot of it was based off of Zion. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, he could come back and he'll still be good. If he's on the floor and he's healthy, he's going to be good. Oh, no, like, I have... Hot take there. Zion's good at basketball. (laughs) Like, I want him to be good. I don't want him to be a bust. I'm just saying it seems like every day we get more and more news that is setting this guy up to be a bust. Which is a just a bummer. Um, let's quickly talk about the because that's all we need to do most of the season is probably just quickly talk about the Raptors because um, they're just not a sexy team. Fred Van Fleet, you son of a bitch, <laughs> you did it again, you son of a bitch. I love Fred Van Fleet as a guy who I actually think we might be the same height. Um, right? I think I think he's my height, isn't he? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he looks like Drake, kind maybe, of. Maybe he's a pure, Drake light. Drake Light, he might be a pube taller than me. <laughs> like, I love that guy. And uh, he's going to be the reason that Kyle Lowry gets... Six foot. Ah, sh- uh, no. Okay, but what's his real height? I don't know. I thought these are the real heights now. I feel like he's shorter. <laughs> I feel like... Well, he's going to be the reason that Kyle Lowry's on a different team in February. You think so? I thought them two as a backcourt together was pretty solid. I was, I was more... So, I already, you know, like, overreaction. Okay, Pelicans... I already don't like this team. Not as fun as I thought. Yeah, it was not fun. I was already back in on, yo, this Raptors team won the title. Like, this this group of guys together is good. They should keep this core together to see what happens. I think the big swing guy in that whole roster is OG Anobi. OG? Yeah, if OG can kind of step up into a, a, good, yeah, people, a, good, a good wing role, then that'd be, that'd be cool. Um, There's also a lot of Siakam ball handling. Like, this is clearly going to be Siakam's team. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. I just... How many games are you going to win with Siakam and Fred? In the East, probably a lot. In the East, probably 47. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that's my only question about the Raptors. Although, I, got, I just, every year I end up watching way too much Raptors basketball. Every year. Why? I have no idea. What do you got, TSN in there? <laughs> yeah. I was watching a TSN stream last night because I was, long story. Um, anyways, working midnights and trying to watch basketball is very hard. <laughs> um I watched them a lot live. I probably have seen the Raptors play in person like 10 times. What? I watched the... All in Indiana? <laughs> yes. Every time the Raptors came to town, it was like, yes. Well, they did um, one playoff series. I went to every game my freshman year of college, and then I just kept catching the games. <laughs> I was at the Lance Stevenson return game. The most exciting game I've ever been to was the Lance Stevenson return game in Indy. And I had gone... I've seen LeBron in the playoffs. <laughs> I saw LeBron in the Lakers last year. I have been two two rows behind at games. I've been at Cavs playoff games when they were good. And I can tell you right now, the most electric atmosphere was the Lance Stevenson return game. After he had been like cut and out of the league and now he was back on the Pacers, he tried to fight DeMar and P.J. Tucker. <laughs> Amazing. I was there. I, I, I saw a lot of great games. I saw the Terry Rozier last-minute steal, which was like a big highlight that year. But that was the most electri- electrifying <laughs> fan engagement I'd ever seen. That was when he like debate, de- debuted the guitar. The guitar. Yeah, it was. It was Lance phenomenal. to make him dance. F- 
phenomenal. He needs to be back in the league. I love Lance Stevenson. Born ready. <laughs> Born ready. Born ready. Uh, how do we feel about uh, tonight's slate? Let, let's slide over there because I am jacked up for tonight. Jimmy Butler. Go Magic, baby. Jimmy Butler's not playing, by the way. Why? Uh, personal reasons. That would have been a great, great dog, dude. Taking the Timberwolves tonight. Ugh. They're already down from around. They were at nine last night. They're down to six, six and four, a half. Six and a half, yeah. Oh, what's the money line in that? Talk money lines to me, baby. That's all I want to know. Oof. On the Grizzlies? Yeah. Grit and grind? Grit and grind back. <laughs> Even though it's not the grit and grind. Is Tony Allen still there? Oh, Tony said, Allen's said, always there, I said right? the Timberwolves, not the Grizzlies. I'm Plus gonna... 240. Oh, give me that. Give me that all day. Wait, which one do you want? I want the Grizzlies. I said Timberwolves. I mean, oh, Grizzlies. yeah, yeah. Plus 240. Um, Bulls, Plus 250 and something. Bulls, Hornets, who cares? Pistons, Pacers, who cares? Let's talk about games that matter tonight. There's really only a handful. Yep. Uh, Kings, Suns. Kings, Suns. <laughs> can't wait to see what Ricky Rubio can do in a new system. <laughs> Celtic Sixers. I'm taking my boys tonight because I'm a biased piece of shit homer. Not even from the area. I call myself a homer. Um, I'm taking the Celtics tonight. I don't love. I am probably the lowest. There's two teams I'm very low on that the, everyone else is high on, and it's the Jazz and the Sixers. I the Sixers roster doesn't make any sense. Let's chill out about Thibel. Can he dribble? Can he score? Yeah. Can you hit he's a bunny? Like great defender, but can you hit a bunny shot? He was not a great on the other end at Washington. He's getting a lot of comparisons to my pickup game. Have you heard have you heard them say that? <laughs> yeah, like, I hear it all the time. Absolute lockdown. You know who reminds me of Jacob Roach. Jacob Roach on the defensive end of the floor. Offensively as well. Questionable shots. <laughs> Although Sean, you did throw a shot over your head <laughs> during the game last week. <laughs> I was uh, looking for the foul call. <laughs> it didn't come. Yeah, everyone loves when you throw it over your head. You go, I thought he was going to foul me. <laughs> uh, okay, Nets, Timberwolves, I don't care about the Nets. I hope I don't watch the Nets play once this year. A basketball is actually about to tip off. Something should. I kind of like Theo Pinson, so I'm not going to agree with you. Karis LeVert, sneaky. Watch out for Karis LeVert this year. Sneaky. Okay, Nick Spurs. Here's what I was driving yesterday. I had this thought about the Knicks. If my friend, my Knicks friend, uh, my Knicks friend, my Knicks fan friend already was texting our group chat. Taking, I'm taking the money line. I'm doing it. I'm all in. Everyone's like, dude, Mike, come on. Don't, don't do this. Don't, don't, don't start believing. <laughs> like the first reply was just LMAL, Mike. No, like, also, don't. Hey, Mike. <laughs> don't. Hey, Mike, no one cares what your pick is. Don't tell us your picks, Mike. <laughs> That's a good way to lose. Mortal lock. Knicks have the depth that the Spurs don't. Hey, who know, hey. Well, here's what I was thinking. If the Knicks were the magic and they had the young core of Mitchell Robinson, RJ Barrett, Frankie Smokes, Dennis Smith Jr., and uh who's their fifth young guy? Oh, Kevin Knox. Would we be excited? Do we not like this young core because it's the Knicks? Cuz I, I think th- they'd be less important if they were on the magic. <laughs> I feel like this young core is not as bad as... The Magic has a better starting five, and nobody cares about the starting five on the Magic, but you've already heard about people, even if it's bad talk, people still talk about the Knicks more. All right, so you're going to hit me with the any media is good media? Is, is that your play? <laughs> I, I just I think we're not giving this young core enough like credit. Well, that, the problem is because they went out and got Todd Gibson and Wayne Ellington. Todd Gibson's Marcus a winner Morris. and a leader. He's a winner and a leader, Sean. And... Who's the other one? Bobby Portis. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the reason they're 
I would agree with you. Fisdale should be able to put out that young core. They should be the starting five. Mm-hmm. Same thing with um, Memphis. Like you have Jay Crowder on that team. Like I know Iguodala is not going to play, but he's like they have and Balanchunas. Like no, get rid of them. Put the starting five out there. You can say the same thing about the Hornets. Like why did you pay Terry Rozier? Just like run Malik Mike, Malik Monk, and J Cole <laughs> at the <laughs> at the one. Throw Dwayne Bacon out there. Throw uh, Miles Bridges and. And Put the young guys out there and see what you have. And those other lottery picks didn't pan out <laughs> and just see what happens. B.J. Washington. Mm. I thought about taking P.J. Washington in fantasy. He was he was on my draft board. I um, like his game. The we'll, Knicks, we'll I'm going contrarian. I think the Knicks should run all – they should use their strength in the power forward position and just put out four to five power forwards. <laughs> I mean, they can do it with five. Positionless basketball. Just you got to think. Just put ahead. Mitchell Robinson at point guard. You run Mitch at the one. I feel like Julius Randle could play a little one. I love Julius Randle. Uh, Thunder Jazz, Yawn, Nuggets, Blazers. I am so jealous. My sister is happens to be in Portland tonight, and she's going to this game. Really? Yes. I feel like ah, oh, God, a Portland opening night game. She doesn't even know who Dame Dalla is. She's a big white side <laughs> She's fan. She's going to learn today. She's a big white side fan. <laughs> oh, my si- one person. My She's sister, the only one. She flew to Portland just to go watch white side. <laughs> go watch us on. <laughs> she loves white side. Is white side going to start? Uh, I doubt it. I think uh, it's probably a little early for their starting lineup. Although apparently starting lineups don't matter because apparently a bunch of betting people were mad. Like it really changes the game that Gasol was listed as a starter and then didn't start the game for the Raptors last night because it really makes a big difference. It doesn't matter at all in no. basketball. Oh, dude, Clippers-Warriors tomorrow night? Oh, God. That guy really take advantage of this week in basketball because of my schedule, which is a bummer. All right, so NBA is back. I'm jacked up. Shall all right, let's do one lock that we can be made fun of for well, the next time we do this. Let's make, actually, let's make our season prediction on uh, finals. Okay. Finals prediction. Do you want to run through one through eight real quick? Like who you have making the playoffs? Um. Yeah. Sure. I can do that. All right. So I'm gonna go with the East first, and then okay. you can go with the East. I got Milwaukee one, Philly two. Big surprise. I got the Heat at three, Ugh. Celtics four, Pacers five. All that really depends on Oladipo. The Nets six. I actually no. I'm gonna go Magic six, Nets seven, Homer, Raptors eight. Homer, boo. <laughs> yeah, really boo. big Homer pick with the six seed. <laughs> All right. I'm running. Uh, I'm running Philly one. I'm running uh, Milwaukee three, Boston two. I no, actually you can't do that. Never mind. Because division. Did you know this? No, no, no. The it's vi- back. Wait, when did they get rid of that? A while ago. How long ago? Because that fucked the Celtics over one year. A couple, a few years ago. I think it was like the mellow year or something. It was like the year. I don't know. It was the year after I think the Knicks won a division with mellow. Maybe. Okay. But yeah, it's not a thing anymore. It's not a thing anymore. Okay, because no. I remember one year that fucked the Celtics really bad against the Hawks. Okay, so let's run Celtics too, because I I don't think Milwaukee's gonna have that good of a regular season. Okay. So, yeah, Milwaukee 3 just – and I'm basing that off of losing Brogdon. Um, the reports that Brooke Lopez looks bad in the offseason. Oh, no, no, not and, Splash Mountain. And what did they add? And, uh, yeah, Chris Middleton, you're not, you, you, just, you, you don't get me off. Uh, so, Boston 2, Milwaukee 3. Uh, let's go Miami 4. Let's go Indiana 6. Um, see, that's the thing. You, you, I want to push down Indiana because I don't think Olin Depot is going to come back, but the East is so bad, then who is 5? That's my dilemma right now. I was going to say you skipped one. Well, yeah, I've, I've been very uh, – I'm trying to get the viewers uh, 
I want to keep him engaged with how I'm doing. Keep him guessing. Keep him on. Yeah. The okay. Let's let's make Indiana five. Then I guess. Um. Let's throw the magic in at six, just so you don't kick my ass after this. Uh. Let's put Chicago in there at seven oh. or eight. Yeah. 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 Chicago. And then uh, let's put the Nets in there too. Let's put the pretty much Nets, Pacers, Magic, Chicago grab bag for those last. So four. last year's I only had the Pistons out from last year. Replaced them with the Heat. And then you replaced the Pistons and the Raptors with the Bulls. Shit, I'm such an idiot. I forgot about the Raptors. And who was your other team? Uh, well, actually, oh, they, no, you didn't have Miami in, did you? No, I did. Okay, so you added, got rid of Detroit and Toronto and added Chicago. Yeah, but now, retrospectively, bounce Orlando put Toronto in for me. Okay, so you're getting rid of the Magic and Detroit from last year, replacing them with Chicago and Miami. Yeah. I really, right. I really like Chicago. I think you'll be electrifying team. <laughs> electrifying. Ooh. I like Kobe White. I do like Kobe White. Zach Levine, Zach. if he can stay healthy, not as bad as people like to make him out to be. And not to be a, a homer to where my people come from, but Lori Marketing, my boy from Finland. I got deep Finland roots, actually. And, uh, oh, do you? Yeah. I, I, that's why I like yogurt so much. Are you Finnish? Do yeah. Icelandic yogurt's better. My great-grandpa is... Uh, Still kicking it, by the way. Shout out to Carlo. Awesome guy. Chris How old is he? He is 95. Nice. Got a good head of that hair. That's Scandinavian weather, really. He's got a, still got a good head of hair. Amazing. Phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, his parents are fresh off the boat. So yeah, big Finland guy here. Wait, so your great-great-grandparents yeah. are Finnish? Yeah. Okay. But I think I'm one generation less than you for Irish. Oh, yeah. But Wait, so your great-grandparents are fresh from... Fresh, I, I believe fresh off so. the old paddy boat. <laughs> I believe so, yeah. Yeah, well, Carlo... But I have you beat because my mother's just fresh out of Brazil, so... Yeah, well, you know what? Dual citizen over here. Carlo fought in the Second World War, Sean. <laughs> he flew jets, not jets. <laughs> my <laughs> grandfather saw, fought in the Second World War, too. Did he? He's yeah. part of the greatest generation. <laughs> That's your grandfather or your great-grandfather? Grandfather. Yeah, so my great-grandfather, because my parents are really young and my grandparents were really young. Yeah, a lot of unprotected young teenagers. So you're going to have a kid soon? Is that what uh, you're saying? Honestly, no shit. <laughs> right now, I am... Once I hit 23 and if I don't have a kid that I know of, I will be the oldest to not have a... Like, it will be the oldest that, like anyone really? in a really long time and not having a kid in my family. Wow. Yeah. Very fertile. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> very fertile people. <laughs> very, very sexually active, young, fertile <laughs> family, I guess. <laughs> That's how I introduce my family to people. Uh, really cool though. I highly recommend it. Okay, Western Conference. <laughs> I highly recommend what? I recommend, Anyways, I recommend having a young, young parents. Magic Johnson's still on ESPN. We let this fucking bozo on ESPN now. Still after after last after the debacles and shit. Like this guy's still gonna be on stuff. The Sports Center with Stephen A. Oh, yawn. All right. West. I'll, I'll start the West. Take some pressure off you. One Houston, lock it in. All the money in the world, okay? I'll okay. Put, I'll put the brand new 2012 Mustang on it. <laughs> brand new 2012. <laughs> the brand new used 2012 Mustang on Houston. Two after last night. This might be actually my overreaction. Clippers two, because I actually think they're gonna play. I think they're gonna hear the ball. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you saw that last night. Yes. Uh, three. Give me my boys. Give me the Trailblazers. I think you're gonna win that division. I think they're the best team in that division. I think they're the deepest team in that division. Four, let's go Nuggets. Okay. Let's go Lakers, five. Okay. Okay. Staying with me. Mm-hmm. Let's go Jazz, six. I think the Jazz are not going to be as good as people project. I don't know what people were shitting their pants about on that team. 
All right, then you get into this just this just massive race. Golden State's still going to make it. Seven or eight. I feel like less and less people are thinking they're going to make it. They're going to make it. They Steph Curry is good at basketball and a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Take that, Michael. Yeah, Mike. Uh, and then, you know, it, it's just I feel like this last pick comes down to who you actually want to see, and people just are afraid to say that. Like, when they're making the last pick <laughs> yeah. in the West, like, like people are going to be like, well, you know, my educated guess, and then when I run these numbers, no, this last pick is solely based on what team you want to see. That's yeah. a very fair assessment. And I want to see the Mavs make it over any of the other teams. So let's go Mavs. I like it, Luca. Chandler Parsons on the Hawks? I'm sorry. <laughs> is he going to play this year? Wasn't he on the... He was traded last year, right? Oh, Jesus. That's one of the oddest stories. That dude made so much money. So weird. You think he kissed Mark Cuban? <laughs> you think he kissed him? I'm not familiar with that story, but I'll believe it. I just... Uh, it's not It's not a story that's out there yet, but... Oh, okay. I could just I thought see, this like, was like an NBA Reddit deep thread. Mm, might be. All right, so I got Clippers one, okay, Rockets yeah. two, so just flipped yours. I'm going to go... This is David Stern's NBA theory... Lakers three, they got to be opposite the Clippers. They need an LA, LA Western Conference Finals oh, in order to okay. make that happen. They got to be on the other side, and I don't think they're going to be below four or five. So they got to be three. That's my theory there. Although I just really like this Lakers team. I'm mostly I don't like this Lakers team. I like LeBron and AD. Yeah, to be fair. And then I got Nuggets four, Jazz five. So I agree with you. I think those two teams might take a step back a little bit uh, from the preseason hype around them. Blazers six, a little bit lower than you. Those three teams are basically the same, I feel like. Yeah. It's just those three are going to be in the same order. And then I had Golden State seven and the Spurs eight just because I don't even want the Spurs to be in, but I just can't pick against Popovich and the streak. Yeah. So there you go. That's true. Until he uh, made a mockery of us internationally. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Not his fault. Well, and then I'll go Bucks over the Heat in the East Finals, Lakers ooh. over Clippers. And then Lakers over Bucks. Ooh, wow. Wow. In the I'm, NBA Finals. I'm going Clippers over a weird team in the West. Like, not the Rockets or Lakers. It'll be some of the other. It'll be one of the other teams. Um, I'm, so, I'm going Clippers out of the West. And, um, you know, let's roll. Let's roll Milwaukee out of the East. I know I, I think you're going to take a step back, but. Yeah, you said bad regular season. Yeah. You didn't say anything about the playoffs. Yeah, that's the thing is, like. I just don't want to pick Philadelphia because I, I hate the 76ers. <laughs> and I just can't do it. But, yeah, I think the West, like, I, I think the Clippers line up against, like, I'm just I, – I, now I'm overreacting about last night's game about the Lakers. <laughs> well, it's hard the, not to. The depth is really There's concerning. so many guys who are just like, why are you on the floor still? And even if they, even if they bring in Iguodala – how much does that help? How good did Iguodala still look somebody last who's year? old and how, can't play every day. How good did he look last year? Yeah, I agree. Like I, I tweeted this. Oh, fuck! Look at me. I'm that guy now. <laughs> I tweeted this. I've I've eight followers. <laughs> but I think Iguodala would be most valuable on Boston or like Milwaukee. Milwaukee would be great for him. I don't think he brings value to the Lakers. You don't need a veteran on that team. Yeah, you need just someone. A name. Who, you need someone who can function. Need like a, uh, you need like I don't know. like a Jabari Parker, or an Alex Lynn, or an Evan Turner, or a Chandler Parsons. I'm just naming everyone. Who's, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm I just, don't want any of I'm those. I'm just people. naming the Hawks roster of guys whose careers just plummeted. <laughs> just an Alan Crab or just something like that. <laughs> Alan Crab. Wow, Atlanta really took a lot yeah, of I know. salary dumps, man. I will say one of the most underrated moves. Jeez. Of, 
Most underrated moves of the offseason was uh, the Nets trading for Tarion Prince. Torian? Ter- we're close. I call him Tarion. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone loves a name check. Didn't he just get an extension? Yeah, and he just got an extension. Let's talk extensions real quick. You know who the guy like DeMar DeRozan? If they could just give the Spurs all of their... Uh, to, they don't even have any more picks. To the Never mind. Yeah, Never no, no, mind. no, no, no. I think this could work. It's not possible. No, Kuzma, it's not possible. Kuzma, Kuzma. I would do but Kuzma. then they'd have to take KCP or Green again. They, they're not going to take Danny Green back. I don't know. Uh, they might take Danny Green back. Do the Lakers even have... The Lakers don't have any more picks to give. The Lakers don't have picks ever again. <laughs> These LA teams love to fuck their picks up. Yeah, the, the Rams too. The Rams, the Lakers are like, dude, we're in LA. Draft picks are overrated. The Lakers are like, hey Rams, you guys are dumped. You guys dumped a bunch of your shit, right? They're like, yeah, and we're looking to move more this season. And the Lakers are like, huh? They're gonna go up to the uh, the Kings. Hey, you guys got any picks so we can trade out? Yeah, like they're overrated. Just give us your picks. Let's let's talk about these extensions real quick. Um, let me make sure I've got all of them in front of me. Yeah, cool. Ben Simmons got the five years, 170. Sure. I'm fine with that. One. We're talking about the rookie extensions this past yeah, week? Okay. Yeah. This is just the whole offseason. Gotcha. Jamal Murray, five years, 170. You have to ask yourself, Murray! Is, John, is Jamal Murray as valuable as Ben Simmons? No. Absolutely not. So that's that just... Here's my thing. I, the players would hate me because I, I have a lot of rules when I play association. And who the gets, players would hate me like you're making yourself the GM right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, here are my rules. Here are my money rules. Um, you want a max? You got to – only all-stars get maxes in, in my, in my, on my team. And you want to get paid – Because it's not hard to be an all-star. It's not hard. And if you want to get paid $20 million or more, you got to be in an all-NBA team. All-NBA or all-defensive. 20 is pretty low now, dude. The cap I, went up. I know, but hey, man. I was about to go down after – Oh, China! Good, you want to talk point. about you want to talk about China? <laughs> um, and also, yeah, if you if you don't score over twenty points a game, then no way I'm giving you twenty million a year. I I would be the, the everyone would hate me. I'd be like the Suns owner. I would I I would have Bobby Portis as my starting man. <laughs> like, really, you know, like Bobby Portis would be built around my team. Okay. Yeah, the Lakers have don't have a pick in 2020. Don't have a first rounder in 2020. Where's your head right now? Are you doing Lakers picks or are we doing extension? Finish Lakers. Finish yeah, I just Lakers. wanted to finish this up real quick. Sorry. I forgot to add the transition before the interruption. <laughs> they owe the Pelicans their 2021. It's protected, but probably it's top eight protected. So they're not going to be in the bottom eight, you would imagine, with LeBron. They don't have a first in 2022. 2023, also to the Pelicans. 2024, also to the Pelicans. So there you go. At least until 2024, no first-round pick. So, they so w- let's back back to the extensions. They will not make a pick while LeBron is there. Not a first-round pick. Yeah. Well, now I'm in the trade machine. You, you, <laughs> uh, you can't do anything in the trade machine yet because there's a bunch of restrictions on guys. Uh, yeah, you have to wait till December, right? December, for all the guys who signed December this summer. December 15th, I think, is the mm-hmm. day. Siakam, four years, 130. That's great. Great extension, I think. I agree. You clearly saw on... What is it? Tuesday night mm-hmm. that Siakam is going to be the driving force yes. of that team. He's imp- he's already playing like he's the main guy. He's establishing uh, himself at the top of the key, trying to get to the lane. Still has the post up moves. You've seen he's got more of an all around game. He's trying to adapt and grow his game. So I definitely like Siakam there. What he did last year was amazing. He's the second best guy in the in the finals. On yeah, the, on, on the winning team in the finals. Jalen Brown, four years, one fifteen. Second best healthy guy in the whole tournament. Second in best, the whole final. Second best right. healthy guy. Him or Steph, I guess. On the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Jalen Brown, four years, one fifteen. 
I they I am worried. Go about, in. I'm worried about Jalen Brown. How high is Jalen Brown's ceiling? Because uh, here we go, year four, and I keep hearing how how high this guy's ceiling is. And I watch a lot of Jalen Brown, and I have not seen a huge improvement since his rookie year. <laughs> I really haven't. He's a solid defender. I'm never confident in him on the offensive side of the ball. He still hasn't developed a handle. He likes to lose balls when he's doing a spin move. <laughs> That's always a great move in basketball. How confident are we on this guy? And I guess it's just where the market is, and I just have an old man's mentality at 22 years old when it comes to money in the NBA. But I don't love this move. Because you know who Jalen Brown isn't, but we thought he was going to be? Siakam. That's who he was supposed to be. And who he is now is kind of, where's your strongest suit at? Because you're not an elite defender. He's not. He's a good defender. He's far from being an elite scorer. And he's a very athletic guy, but I barely ever see him using that athleticism. Jalen Brown, figure it out. <laughs> Buddy Heald, why was he entitled to so much money? Because he was awesome for them last year? Because he lied about his age? Because he's their best player? He's, he's ah, Come on. Aaron Fox is their best player. Okay, that's fair. Sorry. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And then Harrison Barnes. I won't give up on you. <laughs> Neither will I. UNC guy. <laughs> Buddy Heald averaged, what do you, What would you guess? His uh, points per game and then three-point percentage. 18.5 points. Okay, and then three-point percentage? 41%. Okay, now if uh, you look at that contract, what do you think he should have done to earn that contract? I want, for that contract, I want you at 22 points. Um, I think those four points are a big difference in the NBA. When yeah. It comes to averages. That's, that's a big jump. Uh, I would like to see you with uh, two to three assists. Um, and I want your percentage probably at 43. Okay. 42.7 from three. Fuck. No! <laughs> Two and a half assists per game. Fuck! 20.7 points per Fuck. game. <laughs> Kill me! Damn it, buddy, healed! You deserve the extension! That's why. He that was got a really, really good exercise. Good for you. That was a really... I like that. I like doing that. That was really good. He also started all 82 games. That so. shut me the fuck up, by the way. So he was finally healthy, and that's what he did. Good for him. Okay. Great spur of the moment segment by you. Love that one. Uh, here's I actually think is one of the best seg- um, extensions, and that's Sabonis, four years, eighty five. Yeah, I agree. That's that's really he. he I think he's just good. he has continued to his footwork's really good. I love his footwork. Love that guy. Classic. Well, I mean, he learned from his dad, right? Yeah, <laughs> you would think. Yeah. So with that though, is interesting. Does that mean they probably get rid of Turner, or they're going to keep? Well, because I know Sabonis was complaining. Like, he was making it vocal that he was tired of coming off the bench. They're and this extension clearly shows that he wants to, he's going to start. They're, they're starting him at four tonight. How do you feel about those two guys on the floor together? I, th- I feel like the NBA, everyone's off on that. I'm in on that. Every now and then you have to throw two towers out there. I mean, look at the Pelicans before Boogie went down. Everyone, No one thought that was going to work. True. And that was, It worked really well. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, that's, one of the, that's one of the bigger sliding doors that we're not talking about. What if Boogie doesn't get injured that year? Are they both on the Lakers? Although then they went on a nice run without him, and That's AD true. almost played better. But, but they needed that. In you the need playoffs, that second yeah. guy. Rondo can't be playoff. Rondo as good as he is. He yeah, I, I love Rondo. <laughs> uh, but I, I think it's going to work. Miles Turner has to improve his three pointer though. Uh, Dejounte Murray, this is good value. But again, I'm not sure what I'm seeing from Dejounte Murray. Yeah, he hasn't played enough. Yeah, but I mean, I it's, guess the Spurs love him. If the Spurs love him, you can't really doubt. You got to take. They they know what they're talking yeah, about. They have a proven track record. They've done some basketball stuff. Garrison <laughs> Vert, three years, fifty-two point five. Yeah, that's pretty cool. cheap. Cool with that. 
you know, you have to have the slight injury concern about that nasty one. I feel like those never completely leave you. Um, as a guy who's never been hurt, <laughs> as a guy, I, I just hear a lot of stories about athletes. As a, yeah, as a guy who's who pulled his groin once, which yeah, we'll, we'll save that for another day. Like my, my quick groin recovery. And Terry and Prince, two years, twenty nine million. Terry and Prince, Torian Prince. <laughs> there you go. Uh, love that guy. Love him so much. Love to mispronounce his name. So those are NBA extensions. Let's hit the NFL now. Let's. Let's look at the fact that why is Patrick Mahomes questionable for Sunday? Dude, he's going to practice. Why would you? Or he's going to play. Why would you play Patrick Mahomes? Didn't they learn their lesson? Why would you do that? People were already saying, like, hey, his ankle's a little gimpy. You probably can get this Broncos one without him. Yeah. Like, just let him rest. And the first reaction was, hey, it's not that bad. Now they're forced to give him the rest that he needs. Andy Reid, oh, yeah, he practiced today. He's uh, going to be questionable for Sunday. No! <laughs> God, no, that's so dangerous. That's so stupid. I agree with you. Why would we do this? Although I wouldn't be mad if we get to watch Rodgers. Actually, I might be, whoa, I might be on a flight. So actually, yeah, don't play Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. I might not be able to watch that game. So yeah, don't play. Don't, don't play. make me feel like I'm missing something. Don't play Mahomes. Matt Moore's fine. Bud, the, do you remember when Bud Dupree killed Matt Moore like three years ago? Yeah, that was one of my favorite <laughs> his, things ever. His head was just like rolling down the field. I, I that was the most Steelers thing ever. I was sitting in a Primanti's Brothers in a James Harrison. When you Google Matt Moore, it's the first thing that comes hit. up. I was in a Primanti Brothers in a James Harrison throwback Bumblebee jersey. Watching that game, and I was just, oh, all those bumblebee God. jerseys are so bad. I know, I loved wearing those, dude. Here he goes, Matt Moore drops back all day, all day, rolls to his right. He's stumbling, he's stumbling, and he's gonna run for it. Nope, he's just gonna get leveled. Blank, blank. And he just is, hangs there and waits for it almost. Maybe he likes the pain, Matt Moore. <laughs> yeah, pain pervert. Everyone's got their perversions. <laughs> Matt Moore likes the pain. Uh, Seattle at the Falcons. I'm good. <laughs> Philly at Buffalo. Dude, the Falcons. Might be. I know they have a win. They They're might the be the worst team, team in the NFL. I retweet it every weekend. <laughs> I tweeted it like the third or second week of the year. Atlanta Falcons, worst team in football. Uh, Philly at Buffalo. Dare I say must win for Philly? Yo, oh, for sure. Okay. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Because sure. that division, they're only a game back technically. Yeah. You know the Cowboys are going to blow they're, at least one more game. They're going to some more. But... This is the first real test in a while for the Bills. I think yeah. it's going to be low scoring. That defense is awesome. Josh Allen, although if he can't produce against this secondary, it's going to be a year-long struggle of Josh Allen. If this is the game at home against, I know it's a desperate Philly team, but that secondary is battered. If Josh Allen can't make some downfield throws this week, you're going to be in for, I know they're going to make the playoffs probably just because where their record's at right now and that defense, like I said, is awesome. But... If this is if this is the week where Josh Allen doesn't improve and he has another stat line of like you know, eleven of thirty for a hundred less than two hundred yards, one hundred twenty yards with maybe one touchdown, two picks, you're gonna start seeing some question marks around Josh Allen if he's really the future. I want to talk about the Bills' defense real quick, but I would also like to talk about the Patriots' defense. If, if well, I know the Patriots are number one in DVOA. If we could talk Still, about these two just annoying defenses. But they haven't played anybody. That's what I want to talk about. Paul. Let's look at who these guys have played. All right. So the Bills have played the Jets, the Giants, the Patriots, the Bengals, the Titans, the Dolphins. Who wow, the Bills are 21 in DVOA. Who are the best? Te- what's the best team out of that bunch? Oddly enough, 
the Patriots. Uh, not oddly enough, the Patriots. Held the Patriots to 16 points, right? Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty solid. So let's look at the page. Let's look at the pa- the Pats. The Patriots, as they call them, Sean. Oh, New England number one in points per game allowed. Buffalo number three in points per game. So allowed. then the Patriots play the Steelers, which don't doesn't count. I don't care. No, don't no one tell me. I've heard people say they beat Roethlisberger week one. Ben's been hurt all offseason. He complained about that elbow. Okay. Whoo, whoo. Dolphins, Jets, Bills. Giants, Redskins, Jets. The Bills are <laughs> so bad. They have both played terrible teams, but the Bills held the Patriots to 16 points, which is more impressive than the Patriots defense doing anything to any of these other teams. That's my that's the point I'm trying to make. Is these their schedules both have been really fucking easy. Um but the Bills defense Let's chill out about this Pats D again. Yeah, because the Patriots are the number one scoring offense right now, averaging 31.9 points per game. Yes, and they held them to 16 points. And let's just chill out about the Pats D. And listen, even if you want to give me the Steelers, look, the Steelers' offense isn't good. They're not. They're really bad, actually. With Ben, they're bad. They're bad offense. They got a quarterback named Duck. (laughs) Duck. I'm hoping they have a quarterback named Marcus Mariota by the end of this trade deadline. Not going to happen. The one juicy thing I heard from my dad, actually, Cam to the Bears. To the Bears? Yeah. I was talking to a buddy who covers the Panthers for the Charlotte Observer, and he was saying that the city's, like, pretty divided. Like, the fans are already pouncing on Cam, like, he's a bum, get him out of here. Like, what? Already? Like, dude, I know Kyle Allen's undefeated, but, dude, still Kyle Allen. Like, Cam Newton was an MVP not too long ago. If Cam's hurt, then, yeah. Maybe the Panthers know more yeah. if it's one of those situations like where Danny Ainge, you know, pulled a fast one on the Cavs and like they knew IT wasn't the IT and they traded him for Kyrie. Amazing. All Maybe timer. a situation like that happens where the Panthers will know a little bit more that Cam's not going to be the same Cam. Then, yeah, go ahead and deal him. But otherwise, I think when he's healthy, he's definitely better than Kyle Allen. Um, but him in Pittsburgh would be, or Chicago would him be. Him in Chicago would be really. I mean, shit, that's a Super Bowl team. I hate to say, I hate to jump on it, but what's that team missing? Like a, a leader. Uh, I guess Cam. Do we know if Cam's a leader? I like Cam. I think Cam gets too much shit. I agree. I like Cam. Really enjoyable to watch when he was uh, exciting, and now he's just kind of a big guy playing a big guy game. His game has changed a lot, like right, like very quickly the way he plays football. Uh, this is kind of a shitty week for football. This is a shitty slate, actually. What's the game you're most excited for on here? Maybe New England at Cleveland for the I mean, first you would have said minutes. Packers, Chiefs before. Yeah, but now Mahomes is going to either play and get hurt again or not play. Do not play Mahomes this weekend. <laughs> I only foresee this ending oh, Dude, badly. it's definitely Dolphins-Steelers Monday night. Monday night. That's bad. Dude, speaking of Matt Moore, this is where it all happened. It was this matchup. Actually, I think the Steelers were a wild card that year. Might have been. E- no, no, the game was in Pittsburgh. Division, yeah. That's the year they just got. That's that's when Chris Hogan beat us in the next game to go to the <laughs> Super, to go to the Super Bowl. Hey, did you know Chris Hogan played lacrosse? Oh, is did he? Was he a lax guy? They never talk about that. No one ever talks about that he played lacrosse. Um, I think the most exciting game is the Panthers at the Niners. Yes, Kyle Allen versus Jimmy Garoppolo is the most exciting matchup. Some, this somehow season. this is the best quarterback the Niners have played all year. And you want to tell me that this defense is good? I say this every week now. We both do. Don't tell me that the Patriots and the Niners are good. They haven't played anybody. God. I'm sick of it, man. I'm sick of it. 
I feel like we're the only two people yelling about this in like all of sports media. It's like, how are we the only two people? Well, it's because the Niners are number two in DVOA, so people just like analytics. I'm one of them. I don't understand what DVOA means. I just know it's defensive value over adjusted something. Blah blah blah, and then it means things and they're number two so I should believe that they're good I mean I know they picked off Jameis a bunch in that game which again is Jameis Winston I know the back end is been playing a lot better than expectations but I'll give credit to that front is legit if I fought you have freaking Bosa just coming off the edge like he does Solomon Thomas as a just a extra guy basically Buckner Armstead that front four is scary go ahead if I fought seven eight-year-olds I would be undefeated (laughs) But then, if I was to fight somebody who knows how to fight, I wouldn't be undefeated. So let's chill out. And everyone knows me, great fighter. Okay. Do they beat the Rams, though, in LA? How good are the Rams this year? I mean, I'm not topping off the bandwagon yet. They're struggling, and they're not as good as they were. But I think that's the one good one where they shut. They didn't just beat the Rams. They, they beat, shut down the they Rams. They beat Jared Goff. And we've already confirmed that I can bench more than <laughs> It's been confirmed. They need... This is the scheduling in the NFL this year has been abysmal. Abysmal. I think it's just because there's so many bad teams. They don't even know how to time games right. Well, that too. That you can complain about. Although this week we got what? Four in the late window? You can do okay with the Chargers not playing late. No, three in the late window. Chargers play early this Sunday. Yeah, that's messed up, man. The game will still still be going (laughs) on by the time. Guaranteed that's the last game that finishes. That's a good prop. Vegas should start putting that out. I agree. Um, Browns Patriots. If you would have said preseason, that definitely would have yeah, been the I would, one. Yeah, I would be excited. First five but, minutes of that game is going to be amazing. Yeah, Patriots are thirteen points, and then the Patriots are going to smash them. And again, people are going to say Patriots defense amazing. And then, it's like, dude, all season, calling the plays on the other side of the all field. All season we have Freddie Goodwill calling <laughs> calling the plays, and then we have like people want to rip on the teams the week that. If the Patriots aren't playing on them that week, they, they will rip on this team. Like They will tell you how terrible Cleveland is. But once the Patriots beat them, they'll tell you, you know, that Cleveland offense is not to be trifled with. But <laughs> like they will change the narrative. Not a lot of good teams in the NFL this year. Yeah. <laughs> Who's We're your, still waiting. Dangerous dogs. Dangerous dogs. Um, this is again, like we just said, another tough slate where it's hard to pick. I really thought long and hard about Philip Rivers, but they just look so frustrated. They look like the epitome of just sports frustration. The way that game ended was so Philip Rivers, was so Chargers with just the multiple attempts at the goal line. Philip Rivers not sneaking it, just continuously turning to hand the ball off. Then eventually Melvin Gordon just hands the ball and the game to the Titans there. I think if I'm going with a dog, uh, you're talking money line, who I believe could win the game outright. I only talk money line. Uh, I'm going to have to go with, I don't want to pick this, but I'm going to go with the Panthers in San Francisco. Christian McCaffrey is going to be, like you said, I know the Rams, I agree, they shut down the Rams. The Rams have a still a solid offense, but Christian McCaffrey is going to be the greatest offensive threat that Niners defense has faced. And Kyle Allen's on a roll. Jimmy, it's not like Jimmy G is really going to outduel him. We've seen they've played pretty similar styles of just doing enough to win. So I think this game's going to be close. I know it's a long road trip, which makes me weary for the Panthers. But 
San Francisco played in a terrible game last week against the Redskins in a torrential downpour. Yes. So there's nothing to build off really from them last week going back home. But I'll take the Panthers there. I'm getting spooky this this week. Okay. Which, by the way, I the Eagles were my only team that didn't hit that money that dog money line last weekend. Um, Good stuff. That that dog money line parlay was the Eagles were the only team, which is the team I was most confident in out of that squad. Give me Bengals plus five hundred versus Rams. <laughs> get out of here give it to me get out of here they've got we can't have a bunch of winless no teams. we can't have a bunch of winless teams and if you're going to pull a win off of your winless team it's probably in a weird area like london give it to me give it to me oh, people. go ahead i guess Dude, if the rams lose that game they're not making playoffs it's they're, not, over. they're not making playoffs regardless is that, is that division gonna put what they're gonna put out the seahawks and the niners and the rams it's possible also the niners could slip i don't know are you kidding me, dude? The Niners are the best team in football. They haven't played anybody and they're undefeated, Sean. They just scored nine points against the Redskins. They're the best team in football. They're undefeated. Did you not know that? Uh, I think somebody told me that a little An- bit ago. Another point I'd love to make. I don't care how rainy it was. You scored nine points. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Against the Redskins. Either way, pretty bad. I agree. The Bengals, so what? What on the money line? Plus 500. <laughs> I'm paying off that brand new 2012 Mustang. <laughs> Dude, the Rams always play in London. That's their second home. I think the Bengals play in London a lot too, though. What? Yeah, I feel like. Oh, maybe I'm thinking Mexico City. (laughs) (laughs) We don't send we don't send uh, Andy Dalton anywhere as an export. Hey, leave the rocket alone. (laughs) I love Andy Dalton. AJ Green might not even be on the Bengals this weekend, though. Hey, Muhammad. I think the trades are over with, right? I don't know. When is the deadline? I feel like once the flurry happens, there's not too many that happens after the flurry. That's know? what I thought. And we had um, Sanu like after the flurry, kind of. But no, I think the Bengals have said that they don't want to trade him. I mean, of course, you know, front offices say things all the time. But because they got to get a win this weekend in London <laughs> against the Rams. Without A.J. Green. Yeah. Coming up, why the Bengals are going to run the table this season. <laughs> uh yeah, God, I'm not excited at all about football this weekend. That sucks. You want to see what's trending? Okay. Okay, what's trending? Ooh, lick my lips and clap my hands. This is a good one, man. Uh, first hashtag, hashtag rewrite a TV or movie ending. But my, This is so hard. My second, the second hashtag is one of my all-time favorite just hashtags I've ever seen. Hashtag human scum. Let's see, uh, let's see where this takes us. Ah oh, man, is this Trump related? Ugh, yawn. Oh, Trump called called someone humans. Yes, the never Trumper Republicans. Though our respirators, though though on respirators with not many left, are in certain ways worse and more dangerous for our country than the do nothing Democrats. Watch out for them. They are human scum. <laughs> My man. Okay. New Mexico's trending. That's usually not a good thing. No, probably not. I'm not. I don't want to go down there. Is it? Maybe it's the hot air balloon fest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Try to think positive. Yeah. Um. It's not. <laughs> it's it's another Trump thing. <laughs> Josh Gordon's trending because he's on IR this weekend. This is not this weekend, but he's on IR. Um. Which I mean, you have to think Wait. they, they kind of knew that. Before this new injury, I would expect Alex Morgan, love of my life, is trending. I think she got married, just having a kid. She's married, yeah. Yeah. Um, she got kicked out of Epcot once. Yeah, and then didn't she also get in trouble for domestic abuse? No, that was Hope Solo. Did we do this already on this podcast? Yeah, I think so. I think we did. <laughs> Big Alex Morgan fans, yeah, though. Yeah. Go Orlando Pride. Love you, Alex. Phila Unite is trending for the Sixers. Wow. 
Ooh, hashtag lock them all <laughs> Yeah, up. why'd you click on that one? You know where that one was going. <laughs> yeah, hey. Apparently, Josh Gordon is trending, and he was surprised. Uh, if you want to read into emojis, he put, you know, the little monocle. Uh-huh. So he's been placed on IR with a knee injury, and uh, according to his Instagram, is surprised. <laughs> Wouldn't you know about your knee injury? Yeah, do you not know your own body? Um, And Zucker, oh, Wednesday Vibes. Let's get a good Wednesday Vibes treat. <clears throat> Hashtag arrest them all now. God, I, dude, people on Twitter are weird. People who aren't famous on Twitter, why are you doing the hashtags? <laughs> yeah, it's Wednesday, but fuck it, I love tacos. <laughs> this is what Chris Ski tweeted. It's him with a wine glass and some very, very poorly made tacos. Um, in his picture, he has one follower. And <laughs> his picture's him taking a selfie with his dog. So that's pretty cool. Um, oh, oh, actually, he, he t- tweeted out who he might be for Halloween, and it's a toss-up between the Joker and Heisenberg. Um, so, cool. He's got one follower. <laughs> cool, Chris. I have eight, so I don't know. Wait, where is this wormhole going? Uh, this was the, uh, the hashtag Wednesday vibes. <laughs> that's, where, that's how we got there. Um, all oh, right. Just to clean up something. So, you said you had Saints, Eagles, Cardinals on the Dangerous Dogs last week. Yes. Saints come through. My only pick was the Saints. Boom. Cool, yeah. Just wanted to rub that in a little bit at the end. That's fine, man. I live a little more dangerous than you. Than you. And I took the Bengals this weekend. I'm actually, I'm looking at... And you took the Memphis Grizzlies against the Miami Heat. I am taking the Grizzlies against the Heat and lock in the Sixers, the Celtics over the Sixers. And um, don't you kind of want to do a four-team, four-sport parlay on Sunday because it's the one day of the year that you can? Is it? Yeah, I think it is. What do you mean? What, NHL, MLB? Oh, baseball yeah. ending. Yeah. Okay. Like what, sure. But doesn't that sound fun? I, I you can't. I mean, those lines aren't out yet for any of those other. Yeah, sports, I'm trying to think what I would do. I think you could throw in a little bit of a uh, no. Not not Nats. I would take the Nats tonight. You oh. could throw in maybe the MLS has a playoff game that day. You could throw in a five teamer. A five teamer. <laughs> five sporter. How can you get any weird anywhere else? No. The rugby World Cup. Hey, would you like a fringe sports update? Yes. I like. I would like to make this a segment. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I'm let's, gonna take you deep into the depths. Everybody. Listen up. Watch the Rugby World Cup this morning. If you're an insomniac or you wake up a little too early and you're like, dang, this London game starts at a normal time, what the heck? Watch a little bit of the Rugby World Cup. We're we're down to the semifinals, so all the crap has been cleared out. This is the cream of the crop. You got the spunky underdog Wales with a big win against France last week. They're going against the mighty Springboks. Ever seen Invictus? It's a good movie. Yeah, Yeah, very good movie. So South Africa... Classic rugby power going up against Wales. And then on the other side, you got England, long-time power, great team this year, going up against the All Blacks. You know what the All Blacks, where they're from? I don't want to guess. (laughs) (laughs) New Zealand. Okay. (laughs) Nothing to do with race. Do you know the dance they do before games? Also don't want to guess. Oh, do they do the the stompy snobs? They do the stompy snobs? It's called the haka. It's the most intimidating thing in sports. So watch the World Cup. Rugby World Cup, if you're bored, there's your fringe sports updates for this weekend. Okay, also, a uh, quick uh, pickup basketball schedule. Hey, uh, dribble with your fucking eyes up when you play pickup basketball and pass the ball, please. Very frustrating. Listen, I got no problem cleaning up the shit on the boards and playing defense, but you got to feed me. I got to eat every now and then. I need rewarded. I don't, I don't, I'll eat the team's shit, but you got to give me something to wipe my teeth out with afterwards, okay? I hate that. How bad was that game? How bad were those passes? Really, really bad. Really bad. God, it's frustrating. All right, guys. That's 15th, man. 
Uh, we'll be back uh, twice a week going forward, so that's exciting. we got some gas we're going to get in rotation. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Good luck this weekend. Not just in sports, just in life. <laughs>